Welcome to the Rise Up Network. I'm your host, James Carmody. This is episode 138, coming in strong into our third year, just guest after guest, showing that San Diego is America's finest city, helping people rise up, making a difference out there in the community. We have another great servant leader in store with us today. Speaking of leadership, you know, when I think of leadership, one of the places that I go to is those of service, those men and women that put their life at risk, at issue for the public safety. Um, so without further ado, in studio with me is Marine veteran and fire service professional, Sam Nehauser. Sam, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So. You're a fire service professional. That's all encompassing. That, that, that covers a lot. Yeah. We're, we're going to unpack all that. Um, you also served in the Marine Corps. Yep. And I know that you're a fellow East Coaster. Yes. Share with you know our audience a little bit about your background. So you, I know you grew up in Maryland, and then obviously raised your hand to serve our country in the Marines. What was that like, and you know what got you up here today? So uh, it pretty much started in high school. I went to a Votech school uh, yeah. where you know you, you somewhat majored in uh a certain subject so what you're going to be major yeah first year you you kind of go through everything the school offers they have a bunch of different programs law construction nursing uh cad auto and you spend some time in each one and then you pick one and sophomore year through senior year is where you you focus on that subject and mine was law so okay uh, so you picked much, law okay yeah, so studied law for uh three years uh in high school though yep um and quickly found out that i hate reading a lot uh, okay. which is all law pretty much was. pretty much what attorneys do and, is and read and study yeah so uh you know going to that high school uh they had a very high percentage of people that went to a four-year uh, college yeah. and i was actually the only one in my graduating class to choose to go to the military Okay. Uh, what basically drove me there was I didn't want to continue on to college. I kind of wanted to avoid it at that point. Uh, Got I was it. Tired of school, and um, I have a little bit of military background in in the family, uh, mostly army. Great. So okay. Uh, the reason I went the Marine route was I wanted to be the first Marine in the family. Uh, so Good for you. Seventeen uh, signed up. And uh, about a month after graduation, uh, went to Paris Island and then came out here in 2008 Okay. Uh, at the age of 17. So I was out here in December of 2008. Wow. With, uh, with my unit. Okay. Ready to go. Ready to go. What was, what was your service like? Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I was with 1st Light Armory Reconnaissance Battalion. Uh, I was a tow gunner, uh, served in quite a few roles uh, throughout the four years. Uh, very close-knit group uh, as part of a weapons platoon there, uh, pretty much with the same guys all four years. Uh, had an opportunity to uh, deploy twice, uh, once to Afghanistan in 2010, and uh, then we did a joint operation with the 2-4 uh, Gurkha Army out in Nepal uh, hmm. in India uh, in 2011. So Say that again, the 2-4 Gurkha Army, Army out of yeah. Nepal. Yeah, so okay. uh, very uh, somewhat like specialized unit. Uh, they're really considered kind of the sport, special forces side of the Indian Army. Uh, okay. So had a chance to work with them. Uh, very interesting what experience. What was that like? Yeah. Uh, interesting is probably the best way I can. Sure, I'm sure. Very different. Uh, right? Very different country. Uh, 
different way of doing things, uh, you know, all the way down to military strategy and operations. But uh, we had a chance to train with them, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun until everyone got sick. So until everyone got sick, until okay. everyone got sick. Got so it. India India turned upside down uh, very quickly about midway through. Got it. Okay, so you finish that tour, come back, then what? Come back, and then it was uh, it was time to get out, or at least make that decision. Yeah. Uh, so had looked at a few options, considered re-enlisting. I was 21 at the time, just yep. turned 21, you know, uh, in December, six months till I got out. Yeah. Uh, so it was time to kind of evaluate where, where, where we want to go with life. Uh, I decided to get out. Okay. Uh, that transition process was pretty tough because I didn't really have a direction that I wanted to go. I just mm. knew I wanted to give San Diego a shot, stay here and see what comes of it. Uh, quickly found out I did have to go back to school uh, but still didn't have a direction more or less. So, you know, I got out, um, I guess you could consider it, you know, a couch surf basically for two months until I was able to find a place. Nothing wrong with that. And, uh, uh, started going to school, uh, about three months after I got out and, okay. um, using your GI bill, using a GI bill. And those Smart first man. few months were, were a little rough, uh, not you know, just getting back into the school environment, but also figuring out what I even wanted to do. Right, um, right. Met a few people, uh, you know, met a few other veterans uh, at Palomar College and uh, found out they had a fire program. Um, and that's one of the, the obstacles of transition is finding what relates to what you did in the military. And uh, for me, being in the O3 field, there, there isn't a lot you can relate to outside of law enforcement. Uh, so you didn't understand how to translate the, the skill sets into another career pathway. Um, sure, most, that's some of the biggest. That's one of the biggest challenges. Yeah, and, and it's. I feel like most people don't want a desk job, uh, especially coming out of the the O three and infantry field. Yeah. Um, and law enforcement seems to be the the only choice or route that uh, a lot of people uh, think about or consider. Uh, so found out they had a fire program, uh, enrolled in a few fire classes and pretty much never looked back. Okay. So, so you, you get your degree there and did you stay with Palomar College the whole time? Uh, stayed with Palomar College the whole time. Uh, it took me about three years to go through the program, uh, Great. counting, you know, getting the AS degrees and then some uh, technical certificates and going through a fire academy and all of that. Uh, and then between that time I had the opportunity to work in a bunch of different industries or, or roles. Uh, did some sales and marketing. I was coaching soccer. Uh, went into a firearms industry. Uh, so I had. Sounds like a pretty wide variety there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was really just involving myself. But what that led to was uh, knowing how to translate some of those skills, uh, and not just your general skills, not just like leadership or communication skills or anything like that, but. Uh, how to apply yourself in different roles uh, and just figure it out. You know, some of those jobs, you, you, I didn't have a background in, but it's learning the process and learning how to, uh, to translate all of that um, into different types of work ethic and um, understanding that if you just do a little bit more than what you're asked, uh, it, you'll catch on pretty quickly. Those are great words to live by, you know. So do whatever's expected you, plus one. Yeah. Plus just a touch more. It 
It's a hard concept. I think it's not just the veteran community that faces this issue. It's it's a, pretty much everyone trying to find out what career uh, lifestyle they want to live, mm-hmm. um, and knowing that you know your first job, your first five jobs, ten jobs isn't isn't going to be your your career. They may just be stepping. Yeah, stones. may or may not. Uh, but it's understand that and not rushing the process. You know, I had a lot of jobs that were not glorious by any means. Mm-hmm. You know, my first job was in a florist. So um, for me, it was taking you know working at a young age. Uh, taking that experience, putting it into other uh, other roles or jobs that I had, uh, understand that that wasn't you know where I wanted to be, or I knew that wasn't what I was going to do forever, and yep. just using it as experience uh, and not not looking at it as some miserable situation of oh I got to work this job you know just to make money. But um, one thing. Uh, I tell veterans now that I work with is you have to uh, you have to take that experience and make something positive out of it because if you if you just use it as something that's negative and that you you don't want to do you're not going to get anything out of it right I mean sometimes you know such as life you have to do things that you don't necessarily enjoy yeah right but what can you what can you take from that what can you learn from that what experience can you gain having gone through that process Exactly. Yeah. And and learning how to network through that and build valuable relationships. So, you know, past employers, uh, the, the benefit of going into different industries and whether you're volunteering your time or uh, you're getting paid to be there to, to hold a specific role, uh, it's building those relationships so that later on uh, you you can either utilize those or take something away from them. Um, but you know, just going into a job just to do it, uh, sometimes that, that is the case, but, uh, for the most part, I think you can take something from it, from anything. Absolutely. So, you know, fast forward to today, you know, what does your role look like in your responsibilities? Uh, so, uh, I'm, I'm really big on education. Um, not that I love education in terms of, I love sitting in the classroom, but, I, I like the teaching atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, going into the academy, uh, I was in the 40th uh, Fire Academy at Palomar College, uh, became the academy leader. So, you know, I was working with 40 other students uh, or 39, uh, 40 count of myself. And uh, being able to lead that group throughout the 17 weeks of the Fire Academy was uh, was very impactful on knowing that this was a career I wanted to get into mm-hmm. uh, and that I enjoyed uh, being in that position. Um, but it was kind of humbling at the same time because in a sense, you're going back through this kind of boot camp style uh, sure. atmosphere. Uh, so coming out of the military uh, for a lot of veterans, whether you go on fire service, any type of public safety field, and you have to go back through a program that right. puts you back Quasi in Quasi boot campish. Uh, you have to drop the ego a little bit. Sure. Um, you know, I'm 20. Uh, this time I was uh, 24 mm-hmm. uh, going through the academy. And, you know, there's guys in there that are older than me. There's guys in there that are younger than me. Uh, some with a lot more experience in the fire service. Some with a lot more life experience. Uh, so it's understanding how to work with that large of a group. Uh, cause, you know, I was used to in the military, but you're with the same people for 
for years and years. So all mm-hmm. of your experiences are almost the same within that time frame. But going jumping into an academy setting where everyone's experiences are different, their stories are different, and backgrounds, uh, and knowing how to, to utilize that for yourself uh, was very important. So after the academy, um, it's kind of a tradition for past academy recruits to come back and help out the academies that are coming in. Uh, so, you know, I started doing that, and it wasn't, you know, for any particular reason to to benefit myself, more or less. It was just to stay involved, uh, and that turned into actually uh, going into a, a role uh, mm-hmm. with the academy and being hired uh, about two years later, uh, and I was back in the teaching atmosphere. So I got to come out of the academy, um, you know, spend time obviously looking for for a job in that next step uh for me professionally but also staying involved with the education process so uh you know now i i teach at the academy i work with uh, both fire and ems program uh, i control a lot of the veteran outreach working with veterans to understand the pathway of the fire service in california uh how to navigate that at different times of your life because not all not all veterans get out like me where you're you're 21 single and uh, just have a lot of flexibility and freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a lot of people that come out that have families and kids and, um, they're, they're just at a different point in their life. So, uh, there's different ways to navigate that pathway, uh, not necessarily to streamline it, but make it work for, for where you're at. So important. You know, I, I think that the transition, each person's transition is their own. But the more information you can have, the better, the more equipped you are, you know, the easier it can be, the more you can set yourself up for success. You know, for, you know, those young veterans out there that are looking at going into the fire service and and possibly a a similar path that you went down, what kinds of words of wisdom, what would you share with those guys? Uh, Get exposure, find ways to get exposure. Uh, It's, there's so many opportunities out there, so many different uh, jobs within the public safety realm and specific to a fire service that uh, you can explore without having to go through three, four years of education. So uh, it's exposing yourself to those opportunities or finding ways to to find out more uh, about how to get involved with those. Uh, And one of those ways is through community service. So you can link up, you know, with organizations such as the Red Cross, or you can get involved Mm -hmm. with the CERT team. And through that, um, I, I think through community involvement, which should be something that's almost uh, that mandatory, preached, you know, following uh, your time or that transition process, like yeah. we talked about, uh, involving yourself in the community and with organizations, because uh, through that, you're going to build relationships with people that have very extensive backgrounds. A lot of volunteers, especially in the public safety uh, realm with organizations, uh, they have experience with different departments or organizations or um, experiences that will benefit you in the long run. So, you know, everyone knows they can hop on an engine and, and fight fire, but what are the other opportunities out there? Yeah. Uh, both federal, private. Um, you want to be a wildland firefighter. You want to be an arson investigator. Uh, there's there's all types of different pathways out there, not mm. just becoming a firefighter. And all of those uh, pathways can also build towards, you know, becoming a firefighter if that is your end goal. 
but one thing we see on on the education side is life experience and uh, it's not just having experience in fire or public safety or EMS it's having experience with with other industries and right getting exposure to a broader range yeah of industries yeah it's being more well-rounded yeah um, and obviously with public safety uh, uh, careers essentially it is a community service career that's what you're there to do it is a life of service any job description you read fire ems or law enforcement uh and within that job description you're going to see that you're serving the community in some capacity so uh being involved with community service and, and volunteering your time is is huge and when you come into an interview uh even to get into an academy and you don't have that that kind of raises a red flag so now, I also know, you know, you have some causes, some mm-hmm. nonprofits that you're passionate about and you support. Share a little bit about those. Uh, so I'm a board member on three nonprofits right now, all okay. which are, are very different. Uh, one of those is the San Diego Veteran Employment Committee, uh, where Great I group. kind of serve as uh, just a liaison on the public safety side, uh, specifically with Palomar College. Uh, but I'm able to also connect with veterans that uh, other committee members uh, may have interactions with that are exploring those pathways. Uh, the other one is Military and Transition Firefighter for a Day. Uh, great so group. Good friend of the I'm, show. I'm involved with them. Um, great opportunities, uh, like we talked about, exposure. Uh, this is one of those, one of the ways you can gain exposure. Uh, very hands-on, uh, very direct. Uh, great relationships to build. Um, and the other one is the San Marcos Promise, uh, where uh, still serve as some sort of liaison on the public safety side with Palomar College, but extend a little bit farther into uh, the opportunities for high school youth and uh, not just exploring public safety uh, careers, but uh, going into the four-year route versus uh, technical, um, the technical router, looking at uh, different types of trade jobs and what those opportunities are. So it's it, they're all different in you know their own ways, but. Uh, it all comes back down to education. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sam, you know, it's, it's just been a pleasure having you on. What are some parting words that you'd share with our network? Uh, put yourself out there and mm-hmm. don't be afraid to take on new opportunities. Uh, you know, sometimes saying yes, uh, you'll take on a little bit more than, than what you think, but uh, at the end of the day, it's worth it. Um, focus on, on networking and building those valuable relationships outside of uh, you know, a career or a lifestyle that that you're focused on, um, and just do more than you're asked, and it'll work out. Those are great words to live by. Do more than you're asked. Get exposure. Put yourself out there. Network. Learn different things. Yep. Well, Sam, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for uh, being a member of the Rise Up Network. It's been an honor and a privilege having you on, folks. Stick around. We got many more episodes coming your way.